Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chickdays. Well, if you've got uh, property in the woods or you uh, need to get things done around the farm, chances are one of the tools you may use fairly often, an ATV or a UTV. But those uh, vehicles are not just fun and games. They can be serious business. Joining us today, Jake Holsclaw. He is with the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources. He's their recreation warden, headquartered in Eau Claire, kind of all along western Wisconsin. And Jake, let's start off by talking about the use of ATVs, UTVs. I mean, it is a popular tool in Wisconsin, both on the farm and off. But I've got to believe with COVID-19, you might have seen escalated interest in those uh, particular tools. What have you been noticing? Yeah, we've definitely noticed an increase in in use of the ATVs and UTVs. I think most of the dealers you talk to across the state, they're going to have increased sales. Um, a lot of people are getting interested in it, and they want to get out and about and uh, enjoy the outdoors and the new routes. And like you said, a lot of them are are a useful tool on the farm, so or in private, you know, in private land. So people are buying ATVs or UTVs, and we just want to make sure that people are doing it safely. Talk to me about the numbers uh, that you've seen, Jake, be it this year or the most recent statistics. Uh, What happens when people don't pay attention to safety and those ATVs, UTVs? Well, uh, we've seen quite a few issues with people being injured uh, when they're either not wearing a helmet or, in the case of a UTV, not wearing a helmet and not wearing seatbelts. So all of your standard UTVs are provided with seatbelts, and, of course, we encourage people that they need to wear those uh, for safety reasons. One of, the, one of the things they're designed with is they have a roll bar feature on, on these machines, and it is designed to help you know, keep the operator and occupant safe if they do tip over. But if folks aren't wearing seatbelts, those roll bars can actually cause uh, additional injuries. So we encourage folks to wear a, wear a helmet and wear seatbelts when they're in a UTV. Um, obviously, uh, take a safety course uh, if they're required to do so, and even required to do so if they're new to the new to the sport or new to operation. It'd be a good idea to get up to date on that, and then get up to date on all the on all the regulations. Yeah. You know, and one other thing, Jake, that you and I had been talking about, the fact that so many communities have now posted different routes for ATVs, UTVs that share the road with uh, other motorists. Uh, that's that's something else that the DNR is monitoring and making adjustments to, correct? Absolutely. Yep. It's been, uh, and, and, you know, originally routes were designed for connecting different tra- trail sections, but now a lot of a lot of local communities and local units of government have decided to open up um, whether they're county highways or town roads to ATV travel, and this has opened up a huge opportunity for people to travel uh, whether around the county or from one county to another. So, and they just have to remember that when you're on a roadway and sharing it, you know, sharing the roadway with other vehicles that they're definitely going to want to be uh, up to par on the rules. Uh, One of those would be following posted speed limits. Uh, In a lot of cases, a local unit of government will actually post a slower speed limit for the UTVs or the ATVs, and folks are going to want to be aware of that. So, uh, and then not, you know, not every road is going to be open. Uh, A lot of state highways 
most state highways are going to be closed. So folks have to be aware of where they're traveling. Do those routes change fairly frequently, Jake? Or if I'm an ATV, UTV rider, can I pretty much uh, know that my path from point A to point B is going to stay the same? Well, I think before somebody goes out, they're going to want to get a, get a local map, and they're also going to want to, uh, because the roadways are supposed to be posted. So there should be some kind of a sign, you know, ATV and UTV directional sign so that they're going to know where they can legally operate. And, yes, they do. in some cases they do change rather quickly. Um, Ordinances are being passed all the time, whether to repeal or to create new routes. So it would be a good idea if somebody is new to the area and wants to ride their machine, you know, contact contact the local the county or um, the city, wherever they're going to be traveling through, and just kind of get up to date on the regulations and what, what they require in their ordinance. Because like you said, they are, they are changing pretty quickly, and it is growing. So Jake Holslaw, along with us, he is the recreation warden for the Wisconsin DNR, headquartered in Eau Claire. Now, earlier this year, just about the time that we were all realizing COVID-19 was not to be fooled with, the DNR put into effect some revised uh, safety rules when it laws when it comes to ATV, UTV. I'm just looking through a few of them, uh, Jake. Which ones kind of struck you when you saw them issued? Everything from uh, headla- headlamp displays uh, right on through to tire pressures what uh, what did you notice yep so probably yeah that's probably some of the biggest changes it was act 183 that came through earlier this spring uh one of the big uh changes there was uh that any atv uh designed for one person is only supposed to hold one person so uh in years past a person could have an operator could have a passenger or maybe multiple passengers on the machine as long as they fit on the seat but as of right now that new state law uh between uh, wisconsin atv association and others they decided it was safer to uh, if somebody wanted to have an additional passenger on a machine that they had to stick with a machine that's actually manufactured for uh, two people um, and in the case of um, UTVs and ATVs, they did change the law so that now, whenever they're operated, whether it's on um, whether it's on a field or on a road, they need to have their headlights on, and that was just a safety feature to make them more visible. And um, you know, on some of these machines, depending on the setting, as soon as you turn them on, the lights are going to pop on anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's that's not going to be a change for a lot of people. And uh, you did mention tire pressure. Uh, that is a change as well. It used to be that uh, ATVs and UTVs had to have low-pressure tires. But one of the changes, because of the road routes, um, some people were starting to put a higher-pressure tire on the machine um, with the idea that it maybe handles better on the roadway. Um, we can't really say one way or the other if that's the case, but they did decide to change the law uh, so that now they took away the low-pressure tire requirement. Mm-hmm. So now folks can put, you know, as, as long as it's a tire that works for that machine, they can they can change the tires out. Or and in some cases, they're coming from the manufacturer with a higher pressure tire. Sure. Um, so, yeah. Well, you know, and the, the other thing, it's sometimes it's just a simple reminder. I was telling Jake, you know, at the farm, ATVs, UTVs, you jump on, you jump off. There's not a lot of thought always given to that helmet, especially in a hot, sticky summer situation. And again, the DNR just reminding everybody, ATV, 
operators, uh, UTV operators, you've got to meet a certain age minimum. And Jake, you know how it goes. On the farm, uh, you know, the kids want to stay active. Oh, they're just going to run out and pick up bales or they're just going to run out and get that calf. We still have to be respectful of the age requirements. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, any of the, you know, if once they're once 12 years old, they need to take a ATV safety course. Um, and then if they're going to operate on a roadway, um, kids have to be at least 16. So, uh, and with a safety course. So there is a number of different age requirements. So depending on the situation, they're going to want to review that before they hop on a machine. Um, and as far as egg use, there are some unique exceptions. And I should mention this, that, a, you know, a helmet uh, is not required when a machine is used for agricultural purposes, uh, but highly recommended mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. So, um, and uh, so that's what we would definitely stress that the helmet, helmets do save lives as well as seatbelts on a, on a UTV. Jake Holsclaw along with us. He's the recreation warden with the DNR up out of Eau Claire. In fact, DNR says in 2019, there were 149 non-fatal accidents involving ATVs and UTVs. And unfortunately, 22 that were fatal. And, you know, Jake, just putting that kind of data together has got to be challenging for your department. Uh, uh, some of these things are are kind of off the grid, so to speak. Yes, yes, absolutely. And sometimes we receive that data, you know, later. And But we are definitely growing. Part of the recreation program in the DNR is we're, we're trying to kind of track those statistics better and and get deeper into investigations because we really want to learn how these how these things happen what went wrong so that we can try to keep people safer have you seen any kind of trend uh, are they riding too close together is it speed is it drinking or drugs uh is it uh t- terrain is there anything that you kind of caught as a trend in those latest 2019 figures well, I think if you look if you look at the statistics, a lot of times alcohol is going to be a contributing factor. Uh, alcohol, speed, inexperience, um, all those things can contribute to some of these bad crashes. Uh, and unfortunately, a lot of times it's younger younger people that are getting into these bad crashes, and you know that can be attributed to inexperience or maybe. Um, maybe a juvenile operating a machine such as a UTV. Well, you look right on a UTV, it's got a a sticker, a warning sticker on it that says no operation under 16 years old. You know, that's the manufacturer recommending that. And you think about it, there's a steering wheel in there. You've got a gas pedal and a brake pedal. And for for younger children, they're going to have a tough time you know, reaching, reaching the gas pedal or the brake pedal. And so you're, you're kind of setting them up for a, a very unsafe situation. So, I would say those are those are your biggest factors uh, that contribute to these these crashes, and unfortunately, uh, there's you know there's way too many of them, and we want to see that go down. Have you noticed uh, our vendors, our retailers, uh, sales support people? Are they supportive of the DNR's message on safety and uh, stepping up to the challenge? I would think yes. I would think overall the you know they want they want people to be safe as well because they want to have people. Uh, enjoy the uh, enjoy the experience. Uh, these machines can be, um, you know, they're very safe. They can be very fun as long as people follow some good safety rules and and uh, and follow the law. So um, I think yes, they and obviously they want repeat customers. They want these guys to have good experiences. 
So I think overall, yes, they are supportive of that. Um, and, you know, if any new law changes, there is going to be some controversy. There's going to be some folks that don't agree with it. But um, that's just kind of that's just kind of part of change, and we have to grow with the grow with with how this this whole sport has developed. So. Yeah, well, that is for sure, and it really did develop this year. Jake Holsclaw, along with us, the recreation warden headquartered in Eau Claire, we're talking about some of the changes and revisions to ATV UTV safety guidelines in the state. Now, listen, we've only touched on a few of the items that have been adjusted. If you want to see a complete list of the recent revisions that took place this spring, go to the DNR website. That's dnr.wisconsin.gov, and then just do your search there. But the bottom line is uh, these tools are used for work when it comes to uh, farm logging, that type of thing, and also an awful lot of recreation. And I'm sure as we get closer to the fall hunting season, more and more folks take into the woods, take into the fields with their ATV, UTV. Let's just make sure we're doing it safely. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke.